0: Hello and welcome back to the GirlFit Method podcast. I am back after a two-week hiatus and I'm just going to jump straight into this week's podcast episode. It's only going to be a short one, but I feel like, I guess I owe it all to you all, but I also really want to let you know what's been happening in my life. You guys all feel like friends and you are my friends and um, it seems really weird just pretending that this hasn't happened because it has altered my life more than probably anything has or will um And that is, if you follow me on social media, at GirlFitMethod, two weeks ago from today, my youngest brother took his own life and I recorded a podcast episode a couple of months ago all on mental health and I alluded to someone in my life that I was really close with that was really struggling. I didn't reveal who they were, but that was my younger brother, Christopher. Um, So just a bit of background, I've got three brothers, I've got an older brother, And then I have two younger brothers, Joshua, so my older brother is Costa, we're very Greek, and then Joshua and then Christopher. Uh, We are all very, very close. I love my brothers. I love my brothers more than anything. I love them so much. Um, And Christopher was my baby brother. He was 27. He was a dad um, to Archie, and uh, he also um, was a fiancé to um, Emma, Um, and my brother over the past probably four months has really struggled with his mental health. Um, there's some circumstances, I guess, in his life that led to him to struggle with that. And then I sometimes think uh, I don't know if it's a genetic component as well, which kind of doesn't help. And I think a combination of a few different things meant that he had fought with mental health issues. Um, I want to give you a little bit of an <laughs> overview of who my brother was, just quickly. Um So my brother, my brother was amazing. Uh, Probably the kindest person you'll ever meet and had the biggest heart. And that came out a lot in his funeral. It was weird. None of us talked about what our speeches were going to say, but we all pretty much said the the exact same thing, which is Christopher was just the kindest person. Out of all of my siblings, my brothers, me and Christopher were the most similar. Um, And a part of that and I'm really proud to say that, to be honest, because I'm so proud of him and the person that he was. Where we're similar is I <laughs> I think we're both a little bit weird <laughs> in that um, we've always felt a little bit like we don't fit in. And this might be something that you um, feel. I don't know whether it's the ADHD or what it is, but I've always, I've personally always felt like I've never fit or I've never found my place. And I know my brother always felt that way too. For me, I've been able to accept that and it's kind of something I don't mind about myself. i am learnt to really like who I am and like that I'm an individual and I don't strive to really fit in or to uh, feel accepted. I'm really happy to kind of do my own thing. I don't feel like I fit in any boxes, which I'm, I'm happy with, but I feel like Christopher never arrived at that point in seeing the beauty in his uniqueness. What's kind of crazy um, is that, when I when I think about even Fit Method and what I'm super passionate about, that is um, for each and every one of you to accept your uniqueness. And if you've been a long time listener to the podcast, you'll know that I repeat this all the time is that we all are so valuable the way that we are. And I just want you all to feel that. I don't want you to feel like you're valuable once you look a certain way or once you, I don't know, you feel like you fit in, like you're so beautiful with the way that you are exactly now, um, and that's because I've experienced that in my my life. I've felt like environments I've been in, I didn't fit in, and I certainly didn't. And then that kind of can really affect your confidence. And um, like I said, I've been able to work through that. But for my brother, um, he just was never able to see that, which is heartbreaking. Because the outpouring—I mean, I've I've received hundreds upon hundreds of hundreds of messages, and can I just say a massive thank you? It's actually been very overwhelming. I've tried to get back to everybody um, because I really do appreciate you reaching out, like truly in my heart. Um, and I just wish he could have seen that because although you guys don't know him, I've had so many people reach out to me who did know Christopher, just completely devastated, like so devastated. And I wish he could see that the people around him loved him so much. And I guess this is the issue with some mental illnesses that You can have as much love as your heart can handle. But if you don't have that love for yourself, nothing fixes that. This is obviously an extreme end of things with my brother, but I know a lot of you listening to this will feel that way. And you're seeking validation or you're seeking to feel filled by these external things when you can chase that as much as you want but if you don't have, if if you were to strip away and this is the way I like to think about it, if you were to strip away absolutely everything you had, everything you owned, your looks, just everything, the person that you see in the mirror and the, what you are left with is your soul and who you are and do you value that and do you love yourself? That is honestly that is what is true happiness and we can seek for all of these outside things to make us happy but if we don't have that internal happiness, we'll never arrive to that destination. The past couple of weeks, I have really obviously been a massive struggle. I um, Actually, when I found out, I was at the airport about to board a flight to Melbourne to record some podcast episodes and I get a call from my brother's fiance. And I didn't answer it because I was about to board the flight. And then she called me again and I didn't answer it. And then a couple of minutes later, I my dad started to call me. And that raised some alarm bells for me because I don't really chat with my dad on the phone. We're very close, but you know, text messages and things like that, I don't often receive phone calls from him. And I'm thinking to myself, Well, this is really strange. Something's gone on. I knew deep in my gut and my heart that something bad had happened. And I answered the phone and my dad just said, Christopher's gone. He's gone. And I was like, what do you mean he's gone? Like, what do you mean? He's not. And he just said, he's not with us anymore. We we can't bring him back. He's gone. And obviously I'm just thinking, hold on, what has happened? What has happened? Like, just tell me, like, what do you mean? Like, where are you? Like," And um, just due to privacy reasons, and I, I don't think it's probably necessary to talk about the way that he died, but my dad sort of told me and um I just I dropped to my knees and just was just like no no um I couldn't believe it um and obviously this being in a completely public place I was uh, in a um like a little convenience store at the airport (laughs) ladies are coming up to me with tissues like everything's okay and I'm just saying my brother's dead like my brother's dead and they're kind of like oh like okay like like what do you mean and I'm like "My, my brother's just gone um anyway I um was they looked after me very well actually um and then I spent some time obviously went straight to my my parents house and sort of got the full story of what had happened um, and really the next few days were just a bit of a blur. Uh, The past couple of weeks like nothing has mattered to me not food not exercise not anything I've just it's just been a pain that I hope none of you ever experience and I've actually received unfortunately a lot of messages from you guys saying that people in your life have passed away from taking their own lives and unfortunately the statistics for men taking their own lives it's uh, accounts for 75% of deaths by suicide are from men which is just too much way too much and it's really scary like it is so scary I I often think to myself like what got him to actually do that You know, we can go through phases in our life where we feel really down and depressed. But to to go ahead with something like that is very full on, and you have to be in a very dark place. I I don't really want to once again delve like just focus on that because it is very heavy, and I don't want my brother to be remembered that way. Because through this, what I've learned is that pain is really hard, and I've found that I've been trying to subconsciously run away from that pain because it feels almost too hard to bear. I don't want to face what has happened and. Sitting here right now with you all, it's weird. I'm crying a little bit, but I'm quite emotionless in comparison to what I've been like over the past couple of weeks. And I still don't believe this has happened and I'm terrified of accepting it. And I know that I do need to accept it. And what I've done is I've thought about ways to escape the pain. And I'm always very transparent and honest with you all, but I'm only human, I'm not perfect. And thoughts of getting really drunk... Lots of taking drugs to just make me completely pass out. By pass out, I mean just sleep, you know, to just not have to deal with the reality of what's going on right now and also the other responsibilities in my life. You know, it's been like pushing people away and isolating myself. All of these different things I'm wanting to do because I just don't want to face this big ugly monster, which is the pain that I need to face. And what I have realised over the past week is that we all have a choice Regardless, one thing I can promise you in your life is that there is going to be heartbreak and there is going to be pain. None of us escape that. There's all different pains that we all feel. Some people go through unimaginable tragedy and their pain is huge, right? So we can we know that that's the scary thing about life. Like We don't actually know what the future holds, but I can guarantee you there's going to be some stuff that's going to be really hard. The only thing that we can control is how we respond to that. What I've decided that I want is I'm going to face the fear. I'm going to do the brave thing and I'm going to feel really shit. I'm going to feel so shitty. I'm going to feel so sad and I'm going to worry and I'm going to feel incredibly anxious and maybe I'm going to feel really down and I'm not going to run away from those feelings. I'm going to face the pain. I'm going to sit in the pain in order to get through it. But the other thing I'm also going to do is take this pain bottle bottle it up and make it the fuel that pushes me forward if there's one thing I want it's to make my brother really proud and so what I've decided is that I'm going to take this pain and I'm going to live a full life I'm going to chase after everything that I have in honor of him everything I do I want to do to make him proud and I want to live the life that he didn't get to live That is what I'm choosing to do. Now, this is not going to be easy and trust me, it's very counterintuitive of what I actually want to do, but I'm very determined to do that. And it just got me thinking about how for all of us, we are so scared to do the things that we know we need to do because we need to face the uncomfortable. And this is obviously a health and fitness podcast and I've just been thinking this with all of the girls and, you know, uh, our girls and I know a lot of you that send me DMs are so terrified of you know potentially gaining weight or looking a certain way or like reverse dieting and what that's going to look like and what this has made me realize is that if you zoom out on your life and what you're scared of all you're trying to do is control your situation to feel somewhat safe and the fact is there is nothing in your life you can control nothing in your life you can control but you can control what you do. Now, if I said to you that I guaranteed that whatever you, whatever you wanted to achieve, you would be successful at it, would you do it? Well, the answer is going to be yes, right? That's what you want to achieve. And if you're guaranteed success, you're going to do it. The thing is, is that obviously nothing is guaranteed in our life. However, what you focus on, you become And if you are constantly focused on the fear, focusing on failing, focusing on the worst case scenario, then that is what your subconsciously, your actions are going to align with that belief. And that's most probably what is going to happen. But if you believe that you want good things for your life, that you can achieve whatever it is that you want to achieve, that is where your focus goes. That is where your energy goes. And that is the trajectory of your life. This is going to be a short podcast, like I said, I don't really want to talk about this much longer, but I wanted to send out this message to encourage you that if we can all do this together, if we can all use our pain, all use our fear as the as the thing that lights us up to push and accelerate forward, imagine what we can achieve, imagine what you could achieve for yourself. I want that to be what is taken away from this podcast, from this tragedy, Tragedy is that We aren't guaranteed a full long life. We're not. We're not guaranteed safety. We're not guaranteed um, anything, anything in life. But the beautiful thing is, is that we are every second of every single day in control of our own decisions. And therefore, we're in control of the direction of our life because the direction of our life comes down to the way that we think and then the actions that we take. I want to encourage you to step into whatever is painful for you right now whatever is fearful for you and just go for it don't wait until tomorrow you try and wait until tomorrow you will never ever ever wake up one day and go do you know what I don't have fear anymore I'm not scared of this anymore I don't have pain about this anymore it's always going to be there and the more that you try and put a band-aid over it the worse it's going to become lean into it and what we fear and what we avoid. Usually isn't as bad as what it actually is, right? We make something out to be like a complete monster in our brain, and when we're in it, we realize actually this isn't as bad as what I thought originally. The alternative of running away and not achieving your goals and living a small life should terrify you much more than leaning into your pain and facing your fears. And I know that you've got that in you. I know that each and every one of you are brave, and each of every each and every one of you are courageous and although I feel super weak right now, I don't feel strong, I'm choosing to do the hard and I'm going to stuff up and I'm going to want to choose the easy option and I will. You know, I definitely will in points in my life I'm certainly not perfect but overall I'm determined to pick myself back up, move forward, choose hard because that's what I deserve and I want the same for you because that's what you deserve. I also want you to go out right now and after this podcast, make sure you tell the people that you love, that you do love them, give them a hug, tell them what you appreciate about them because life is so short and you can never go back on that. You never can. Once someone's gone, they're gone. Anyway, guys, that's it for me. I'm going to leave that there. I just want to say a massive shout out to all of your patients and uh, just the messages of support that I've received. It really has actually really helped me and make me feel less alone and I really truly appreciate that. I love you all and go out and live your life to the fullest. Big love, Coach Tash.